Hey guys, welcome to the Hey Dad, Can You Talk podcast. My name is Bailey Garner. I'm the host. And each week we call my dad, Toby Slough, and we just talk about common struggles that we all have in our day-to-day life. And he gives some awesome wisdom. So we want to invite you to peek in on our conversation so that you can glean from his wisdom as well. So let's call my dad. Hello, Bailey, Diane, Garner. How are you today? Hello, father of mine. Toby Marshall Slough. I'm great. How are you? Good. I just watched your mother run by this outside. I'm sitting here in front of this big picture window and your mother just run by. I'm incredibly impressed. She's so uh, athletic. Yes, she is. God bless her. <laughs> well, the sun is shining, so she's happy. I feel like that makes her happy. The other yeah, day, we she was dr- just sitting on the concrete, like basking in the sun. And I was like, you're yes. in your happy place, aren't you? Yes, your mother is basically a lizard. She just would sit in the sun all day if she could. She loves it. She's going to love that we called her a lizard on this podcast. It's fine. <laughs> oh, do you think she listens? I'm not sure she does. That's <laughs> true. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to yes, find out. We're going to find out. Let's not tell her and see if she says anything. Okay. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, um, we're still recording from the SIP. I like to tell them that. I don't know why. So they can visualize where we're at. Um, and I had something happen to me last night <laughs> that people might laugh at, but I think also women at least are going to relate to it. Probably men too. But so I had, um, you know how we get those targeted Instagram ads. And one of my favorite places to shop was targeting me for wide leg jeans. Those are the style now. And I try to stay hip. What? what, what, Wide leg jeans? Yes. Wide legged jeans. Not skinny jeans. No, apparently those aren't a thing anymore. I mean, I still wear them, but I'm just saying what the cool, what the, what the hip young people, I guess, are wearing are wide legged jeans. And I've been wanting to try them. And as you know, I've been doing Noom, this um, program similar to Weight Watchers. And so I have been feeling more confident than I have in the past couple of years because, you know, uh, after having babies, you don't know this specifically, but your confidence level can tend to drop and your third kid, your motivation drops. So finally I had motivation back. And so I'm like, I'm going to try this trend feeling good about myself. I had actually just told someone that I was feeling confident, which I've struggled with a lot in my life confidence and how I look anyways, that's what we're going to kind of talk about. So I get these wide leg jeans. I've been so excited. I tried them on last night. They look terrible. I'm not even going to show you. Like I could have showed y'all. I didn't even want to show Grant and then Michelle, who's the other person who gives me my feedback on fashion. And Grant was very so kindly, basically like, no, (laughs) in his safest way possible. (laughs) And I got in a funk about it. And I was like, feeling bad about myself because I'm like, here I have done a lot of work. I was feeling confident. Now I feel, I don't feel confident. I feel blah. And all of a sudden there goes my mental downward spiral, you know, until I get 
in the bed and I start listening to some wisdom from you that you've previous, previously recorded. And, you know, we've been talking about identity and it's like the Lord was like, hit me over the head with the two by four to show, you know, I don't know, because I brought back to high school when I struggled with the same thing and I couldn't fit into all of the American Eagle clothes that all my tiny friends were. Do you remember this? <laughs> yes, I remember it very well. All my tiny friends were fitting into and I would lose, you know, I just felt so insecure and, um, I was, it's like, I was transported. You talked about that on the last episode about being transported to your childhood. It was like that for me. And it's like, I was like, why can't I get it together? And I I do think I was able to stop the cycle quicker, but it had me thinking about how to grow in that area for myself. And not only that, I want to instill, you know, I have a daughter and I want to teach her how to have a healthy identity in, in herself and how, um, to, you know, not how to see herself the way God sees her. And I think that's really hard in our society because we are just seeing images of people all the time and what everybody else deems good. And it's hard to really, it's not um, natural to see ourselves the way God sees us. And so I wanted to talk to you about that. And, And this is kind of piggybacking on what we talked about last week, but like how do we do that practically see ourselves the way God sees us? And then how do we also, and, and, and we, like I said, we talked some about this last time, but like, especially when it comes to body image and, or even just the image that our world portrays is good. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, so anyways, that's kind of what I I Well, I'm just listening to you. Here. Sorry, I talked a lot. <laughs> no, I, no, no, no. And, and I'm hearing the word confidence a lot. Mm-hmm. My confidence, my confidence. Yes. So I think because you and I are so much alike, what mm-hmm. you're saying is, well, I'm, how can I, how am I doing this? I'm doing this. How can I stop doing this? Give yeah. me some practical ways to stop doing this, <laughs> which I would tell you is the wrong question. The question mm-hmm. is this, where is my confidence coming from? Mm-hmm. Right. It's not, how can I stop doing it? It's where does my confidence come from? Mm-hmm. Right. Instantly, as you were saying that, and I don't know if people know this or not. I don't, I know a little bit about what we're going to talk about, but that's it. Right? Yeah. I, we don't have a script here. Uh-uh. And as you're talking, I instantly am transported back to David's words. I look to the hills to where does my help come from? You know, in some versions that is, you know, where's my confidence come? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of the heavens and the earth. And and so let me talk about David for a minute and we'll talk about this. And I promise we'll do something practical at the end. No, you're good. What, one of the things that I'm just mesmerized about the life of David is, you know, everybody talks about David was a great repenter. And he was. Why? Because he was a varsity level center. He had lots of practice that repenting. And I'm just not sure how guys like David, like Saul, who later became Paul, how did they overcome these huge mistakes? I mean, how how were they able to, when life wasn't going the way they wanted it to go, lots of times by their own choices, where did they get confidence, baby, to keep going? And David, David, 
makes it clear that in those times that he was out in the wilderness by himself, when he it was just him and God, God helped him see himself as a king. He didn't see himself as a, as a, as his circumstances. He obviously did not see himself as his mistakes. There was this bond between God the Father and David his son that God had continually told him, "You are a king. Not I'm going. You're going to be a king, but you are a king." That David saw himself the way God saw him. Uh, it's interesting that, and we'll put these verses in the in our show notes, but it's interesting that Paul talks about, he's given some instruction to the church and he's talking to them about sexual immorality and greed and all of these things. And then he begins to quote David, who's talking about that he, his, his hope comes from the Lord, that it's the Lord that, that builds his soul. And you read that verse and you go, well, why is he quoting that? Because Paul's not saying don't be jealous, don't don't be don't simply not live in a, a, a live in a moral lifestyle. He's saying the, the secret to all of this is knowing that you are the kings and seeing yourself the way God sees you. And everything in our world screams something different than that. Like Instagram is not targeting you with you are enough posts unless they're selling you, you know, a new enough, you know, cereal or something. Yeah. Nobody's saying this to you. Mm-hmm. And especially when it comes to, to body image, your body image is determined by your God image. Mm. Like it's not about what you see in the mirror. It's about what does God see when he looks in the mirror and how connected can you get to that? Mm. And so that's good. And by the way, this isn't a girl thing. It's a guy thing, too. Yeah. There's no doubt it's a guy thing. We just don't talk about it as much. Mm-hmm. But so I want to use the principles of David in my own life and make sure that I am regularly and consistently asking God to realign my eyes to see what he sees in me and in other people. That's just another way of talking about identity, right? Mm-hmm. I think one of the things, you want me to keep going or you want to Yeah, I like that word realign because I think we can so easily get out of alignment. And then I personally can feel shameful for getting out of alignment, right. but it's not, that's going to happen. So like we just have to learn how to re recalibrate, realign, right? So I like that you use that word because that's, good visual for me when I'm starting to go down the path. Sure. I mean, it's David and Bathsheba, right? How, yeah. How's David able to continue to be a king? Well, because he he saw himself the way God saw him. He, he was, mm. he knew that, that he hadn't been disqualified. Mm. And so he hadn't, I'm sure he had some guilt, but guilt that you hang on to and don't release always ends up being shame, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that that recalibration is a better way of saying it. And so I've got to, it changes how I pray, really. Uh, I learned this from a very wise guy, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, that so many times we ask God, hey, God, 
tell me which job to take. Hey, God, tell me which house to move into. Hey, what should I do about this? And we, we're all, we're not scared of what he's going to say. We're scared he's not going to say anything. And many times God is silent there because until you know who you are, it doesn't matter where you are. Wherever you go, you are. So if you have a poor self-image mm-hmm. because you haven't over time built this God image, then you're going to take that poor self-image into whatever house, whatever career, whatever city you move into. And so the question I want to ask God every day, God, remind me of who I am. God, not God, don't let me have a bad body image, but God, help me look in the mirror and see what you see. Mm. That's good. And over and over again, God realigns me, right? And when I get in a bad place, B, honestly, it's because I'm not asking that question. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm asking God to do things more than to show me who I am. Yeah, that's good. So how is it really, I feel like those were good practical ways to recalibrate ourselves. And obviously, like you said, if we aren't for me, I like a red flag for me when I start drifting off means I haven't spent time in the word in general. I don't know. And so what would be a red flag for your kids that maybe they need to be realigned, recalibrated towards the right view of God's view of them? Well, it all depends upon their age, right? It's, yeah. It's six and seven. I wasn't having these conversations with you. Yeah. You you weren't flipping out about not being able to wear whatever that <laughs> was a normal Pocket. human being couldn't wear, right? <laughs> uh, but as you got older, when those conversations came up, what I really appreciated about your mom was mm-hmm. that she identified with you in that struggle. She didn't say, oh, don't feel that way. She said, yeah. oh yeah, I remember feeling the same way. And here's what God had to show me. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when you, in those teenage years, I think it's really important to affirm it. Mm-hmm. You know, as we're, t- if we're talking about this God image, body image issue is to affirm, hey, that's been a struggle for me too. It's, in other words, mm-hmm. you don't want your, you don't want Esther to feel shameful about fighting this fight you yeah. identify with her right mm-hmm. but the way you prepare Esther for that is you're constantly speaking her identity over her when she's six seven eight nine ten mm-hmm. and so then if if her whatever that view and culture is at her age yeah. Of, you know, I always hoped it would be Europe where everybody would just like it. The most attractive thing was to be huge, you know, and then like we could all just sit around and eat chocolate chip cookies. I almost thought you were going to talk about, never mind. Say it. <laughs> Say Go about ahead. being like a like naked. The, the nude beach, people don't wear clothes, so there's nothing to be ashamed of. No, I thought that's what no you were going to say. Got, <laughs> ain't nobody got no time or interest to be at no nude beach woman. I don't know what you're thinking about. <laughs> Sorry. But, you know, so you want to talk to, can we get off of that nude beach? Uh, (laughs) You want to, you want to, you want to talk to your kids at an early age about, again, I sound like a broken record from the last episode, but you want to. But it's good to remember. Yeah. You're always wanting to be looking for opportunities Mm -hmm. to tell uh, 
your kids who God says that they are. You are that voice at this point in their life. And so you want to be very consistent with your sons. We talked last time about how uh, you you talk to them about they have more power than they think they have. You know that that they are a son of the king. For a daughter, it's God is perfect, so you don't have to be right. Like you're perfect, just the way God created you. There's one perfect person that lived. His name was Jesus. And before she ever gets an Instagram account, before she ever starts noticing this ridiculous pictures on TV, these airbrushed whatever. You build that foundation with her of mm-hmm. uh, how how God perfectly created her, how strong she is, how smart she is, uh, and you know, I I think that I think she needs to know that she's pretty, but her her physical attraction does not make her who she is. Yeah, that's good, and it's yeah, hard. But- yeah, come on. I mean, it's really it hard. is. Gosh, it is. It makes me want to shelter kid, my kids so badly, and I know we can't do that forever. So, I think these are good practical ways to equip them, you know. And um, yeah. Anyway, um, do you have any like key verses that you would suggest that we just, you know, first memorize ourselves? in this talking about this specific topic of finding our identity um, and how God sees us that we could memorize and then also memorize with our kids. Yeah. You know, book chapter verse, we we can. Right. I can put those in the, yeah. yeah, in the show notes, but. But I would say it's always about where does your strength come from? Where does your confidence come from? Where does your hope come from? I look to the hills, you know, where's my hope come from? It comes from the Lord. Uh, and so especially there's so many in this, in Psalms about mm. looking to God. And then, you know, Paul talks about that we, we are God's handiwork and we were mm. created to do good works, which he prepared us in advance to do. And, that word, I love it in the message version. It says that we are his masterpiece. Mm-hmm. And so I would definitely want sweet Esther to know that she is a work of art, mm-hmm. that God is, God is, a, God paints perfect pictures mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, that she's perfect exactly how she is. She doesn't have to weigh more, less, be curvier, less curvy, pick your thing to be a perfect masterpiece in the eyes of God. Yeah. And the more we teach that to the girls, the more the, I, like you said, the boys will struggle too, but I think I want my boys to know, to see their future wives that way, you know, like to see them how God sees them, not obviously there's attraction, but you know what I mean? So I think it's important too, that they hear these things as well. So um, hey, let me say this too, because I know a lot of, we don't hear from a lot of men. Maybe guys aren't listening to this. There's uh, some. But I, I, let me say just to husbands, like the greatest thing you can tell your wife is uh, how beautiful she is. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, I just, I don't want a day go by that I don't look at Micah and say, baby, you just, you're, you are beautiful. I am so grateful for you. Mm-hmm. And not just in how she looks, but who she is. And I, I think I've been married 
35 years. I always get it wrong and get in trouble. But Something like that. Uh, I'm telling you that it's like pouring water on a thirsty plant, whether she admits it or not. It's it, You cannot tell your mate uh, how beautiful they are enough. And I just think that's one of the keys to building this strong identity is that you find security in your mate that leads you to find security in God. I mean, your security obviously comes from your identity with God, but I mean, your mate is an important part of being God's voice in your life. Yeah. I believe that with all my heart. Well, then on the flip side, what could I be encouraging Grant? What could wives be, I mean, obviously telling you you're as hot as bacon grease telling Grant that, not you. Well, I'm kind of tired of hearing that. You're good looking. (laughs) Obviously, you could tell you guys that y'all look good, but but I know that there's other things that speak to a male, you know, to a male as far as their identity. So what, do you have anything that we could do as wives? Well, the, the, the best thing that your mother has consistently said to me through the years is you are a good man. Because mm-hmm. I think deep down inside, most of us wonder if we are. Mm. And uh, when she tells me that she's proud of me, that I'm a good man, it does something to my heart, man. It's mm. just uh, there's something that that God does in me when she tells me that. It's funny because you know your mom hears Holy Spirit, and mm. yeah, and she just knows. I think she just knows the moments that she ought to be speaking that over my life and uh, to know that the person that you are spending your life with believes in you and is proud of you. uh, Man, that that's uh, that's some strong medicine right there Mm, that'll help a man out through difficult times. And I think that's important too. I think sometimes we think that we get our identity from God, so we don't need to hear it from anybody else. And we forget that many times God's voice is through the lives of people. True. That's good. I uh, feel encouraged by that because I know for me in my stage of life, I can just get so wrapped up in um, what's who I need to do something for, <laughs> little children-wise, you know, that I think Grant can take a back burner to my work, to my words and actions. But... I think that that's a good prayer for me to pray, to ask the Holy Spirit to give me the, to nudge me when Grant needs that encouragement. So thanks for saying that. And well, again, again, one of God's greatest inventions is a reminder. Yeah, that's on your true. Phone. I need to do that too. <laughs> like I would say to young wives like you, man, there should not be a week go by that if you have that reminder on your phone and you get that little notification and, you're like Bailey's got a little OCD about having a red dot there. <laughs> and it's, you know, that it's like once a week, you, it's a weekly mm-hmm. reminder. Hey, speak life into my husband. Yeah, that's good. Well, to end, I have a cute story of Esther. And I don't, you'll have to ask her this question when you see her later, but she's been telling me she's scared at night. You know, we just recently went and visited y'all in Texas and every, and all our other fam. And so she got to sleep with us some because, you know, she's the youngest and, so when we got home, she wanted me to sleep with her continue, still. And so she would tell me she's scared of monsters. So I started to use some of the tips from you. And I was telling her to say that she's a brave girl and that God makes her brave and that um, 
God protect keeps her safe. And it was so cute because I you should ask her who keeps her safe or or because she says it in her little voice. I'm a, I need to try to record it and we could share it on Instagram or something, but just say, I'm a brave girl. <laughs> and uh she'll say, God keep me safe and Gideon and my God or Micah and <laughs> and Howie. Anyways, and so it just was such a good reminder of like that they're soaking it up and to have her repeat it was just so sweet and honestly ministered to me too. So thanks for giving us that language because um, it's just, I don't know, it's sweet. So, and to see, like to be able to preach that or say those things over your kids or even your friends or your whoever, um, it really obviously then you have to believe it too. And it reminds you to say it. So I want exactly. to tell you that because it was so cute. So you'll have to ask her later. <laughs> That's awesome. I will definitely ask her about it. <laughs> so anyways, all right. Well, I'm sure you got to go continue working on that garden y'all started last week. Oh yeah. I got some work to do. You know, got lots of things. Got a mama's got a to-do list for I'm sure. top of the day. So I'm, I'm going to get on it. Okay. Well, love you, baby. Love you, dad. Talk to you soon. Love you. Love you. See you later. Yeah. Okay, well, I bet you never guessed you were going to hear us talk about wide-legged jeans and nude beaches. <laughs> Can't believe I said that. Anyways, but thank y'all for tuning in again to this week's episode of Hey Dad, Can You Talk? I feel like once again, so many takeaways, but I feel like one of the things I loved about this episode is that dad gave us practical ways to encourage our kids in their identity. And not only that, but our spouses. And I feel like that is so helpful and such a good reminder. And so I don't know about you, but I'm definitely going to either utilize the reminders app on my phone or I'm going to write it on my mirror or something like that. And um, I know right after this episode, I sent a text to Grant, my husband, telling him that I love him, that I'm proud of him and that he's a good man. And so I hope that you did the same with your significant other or with your kid, whether it's young, teenager, adult, whatever. But um, we love you guys. Make sure you check out our show notes. Um, They're usually in the description of the podcast episode Um, and you can get lots of good information there like where to find the 40 I am's where to find us on social media and things like that um, in our website so I really hope that you share this with somebody thank you for all your kind words of encouragement and for listening and we will check y'all out check y'all out we will be back next week (laughs) bye